How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables, they're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress signed us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time. Now somebody like that, there's nothing you can do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not one. Uh, first of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much did you need? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Shake your body. We don't ill. We chill at the party. Keep a groove essential, three dimensional, unquestionable. The lover is professional. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for a very special feedback podcast slash regular podcast. Yes, sir. We took Saturday off after uh, New Year's. Yes, uh, we did. Because somebody likes to have themselves a taste of the drink. Yes, I do. And it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we couldn't do one Saturday, but yeah. we're, uh, we both have Monday off. So, we're doing one a very special Monday podcast. Yes, we are. For those of you that's back at work. Yeah, so we're bringing this one uh, for our fans. You know who do uh, participate and, and reply to the podcast, and you know make sure that we're on point. Um, speaking of being on point, I forgot to do this last time, but the official weapon of the podcast is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme, yes, sir. And don't forget, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Facebook, 
Podomatic. Just search for the black guy who tips. Hell, Google us. Yes. You will find the podcast and you'll be able to leave us feedback and leave comments and that's what this show is all about. Yes, that is. And for those of y'all that's too lazy to do the Saturday episode, um, we're going to give you a taste of what it's like and it's pretty fun and most of those people are really cool people and we interact with them on Facebook and Twitter and things like that. So guys, you're really missing out if you don't do the Saturday episodes. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, so let's go ahead and get into some. Let's, uh, I, I can't remember. Man, it's been so long since we did the uh, voicemails. I don't remember what the last date was that we had voicemails for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to click on, uh, well, I'm sure it wasn't the 23rd. That's very long ago, right? Yeah, the 29th, yeah. So let's try the 29th and see what happens. I'm gonna be at the What the hell? Oh, I remember that. I remember that voicemail now. That is a solicitor. <laughs> like, if you want to learn how to make money on the internet by staying home all day, just make sure that you uh, give us a call at such and such. Oh no, thank you, lady. Yeah, that's bullshit. So um, <laughs> don't forget to leave us a voicemail. You call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. And you can leave us a voicemail. Why can't we get rid of those people? They find you on Skype and everywhere. They're like damn hound dogs, ain't they? Yeah. If you got a number, we gonna call your ass. Randomly dialing numbers. Um. Yeah. So you know you can call the number. Leave us a voicemail there. You can email the show, theblackguytips at gmail dot com, and you can also uh, hit us up on Facebook and join our group and stuff like that. And go to the blog, theblackguytips dot com, and look on the right hand side and click on that donate button. I just had to shell out five hundred and something dollars to get Karen's car fixed. Yeah. Please donate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, man. So um, let's go ahead and play uh, some actual voicemails. Yes. This one's two that's seconds. Not I think that's telemarketers. Funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Please, no more telemarketers. All right, here we go. Hey, what's up, y'all? People's pretty calling in. Uh, I got a gripe with the show, man. Uh. Uh, on the episode we talked about g uh you played some g afterwards and after the Max B episode I didn't know Max B and uh, that wasn't really uh, good uh, man, so I, I, I don't know what to think but I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, serious though man that guy he deserves to be in prison and uh, it just reminded me of one time uh, my aunt I had an uncle who you know he went to prison for murder um, and so True story, man. One day, my, my aunt calls me and she's like, she's blowing my phone up. Back and forth, I'm like, what? What was, what was good? She's like, uh, I need an actual thing. Can you take out a hundred thousand dollar loan to pay for your uncle's defense uh, attorney? What? <laughs> like, thinking to myself, man, well, nigga did it. Not only did he not, did he do it, but I'm on the bank cameras shooting. Uh, he admitted guilty. Um, when they try to say it's not guilty, I was like, the difference between me putting myself in debt and this dude getting the public, uh, defender, it's not that, no, he's going to jail for all the time. So, when I did what I said I was doing, this was like I did in prison, and I'm, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but man, really, if you murdering people, and that's sort of the path you took in life, I'm not taking out some ridiculous loans. 
Say that again. I can make the pretend that you might get free. On some shit that you did. Like, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> get that. So, my, right. my mom beats me for a little bit. Uh, but then she ended up having to chill out because she realized it was pretty stupid of her. So, I just asked her straight up, like, you did it, right? Well, he did. And he's not saying he got framed or it was the Illuminati that set him up. He, he did it. <laughs> um, I want to say, man, shout out to, to, to Ty Diamond. I think he turned 21, and I'm, it's, it's bad news, uh, for last few weeks, I think, but his kids called in, they're gonna be even more hilarious when he calls in now that he's 21, and he can legally, uh, tweak and, and legally hit some of these crazy clubs, and, uh, see some of the, the bad girls club type women in action, uh, he's gonna enjoy it very much. So shout out to him, man. I know I enjoy my 21st, and I hope he does. I know you'd be probably listening and definitely probably called in. So, anyway, man, happy New Year to everybody, man. Hope y'all having a, a good time, man, and uh, look forward to hearing more of the show. Thanks. All right, man. Well, thank you, uh, People's Critic, thank uh, you. for that uh, email, voicemail. And uh, one thing I will say is some niggas need prison. Yes. So, I'm not really going to save anybody from themselves. And if you did the crime, I'm definitely not putting my money on the line no. for your ass. And I don't know if it's a family thing, but I'm sorry. Blood or no blood. Why niggas be like, well, why don't you take it out? Your credit the best shit. He going to jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hell, I don't care. My credit is perfect. That's a lost cause. Yes, and it why, is. Why, why, would I, mm-hmm. why would I ruin my credit for a nigga that's killed it. Did it. Hell no. Why am I taking out the cost of a, of a house? For a nigga that's on film going to jail, nigga, you lost. Yeah. Some people get way too into the whole, uh, well, it's family, it's family. Uh, mm, mm, mm. They gonna, I, I will help the police put the handcuffs on your ass. Take them away, officer. Yeah, so, nah, anyway, thank you for the voicemail. Thank you. Sorry about your, uh, cousin that's in jail. I do too, yeah. Hey, Lord, here. Big name and Ryan. Uh, and radio, um, I'm currently on location, um, but in regular people's terms, I'm, I'm out of my home state using my cell phone, so I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know if you hear me at all, but uh, I really wanted to call in and I wish you two a Merry Christmas, but yeah. I've just been very, very sick lately. Uh, I guess you almost see I was having like a white girl problem moment because I had two weeks off for vacation. But I was sick for the entire first week of the vacation Aww. and part of the second one. But I'm trying to enjoy it now, if it's possible. But, uh, you know, I just want to send my, my best wishes to you uh, and to the wonderful guests that you had for this year. Like, you know, every show you, you have about, you can step it up a notch. And uh, I know you two just going to do wonderful things. But in 2011, I only have uh, one bit of feedback that I want to get from you guys. Um, since I was sick for that period of time, all I was pretty much up to was just twittering and texting between people. And I stumbled upon, um, uh, uh, how do I put it, an adult film actress who was in my timeline. And uh, she put up a pixel pic. So uh, it was her, and uh, I guess it was her niece. And the caption, it read, uh, niece wants a kiss from aunt. And, uh, I don't know about you guys. I mean, we all have, I believe, we all have people in our family members, you know, either harlots or a man whores, or we may even have some, um, porn stars in our family. But, uh, we know what type of activities they get down, and I don't have any children yet, but I don't think I would be comfortable with putting my child 
<laughs> you know, they go out with intention and supposed to be safer than real life. But, you know, we just had this case a couple of weeks ago with a guy who tested for all of these diseases with HIV that, you know, his test did not stole a month or after the fact. So I just want you guys to be on, you know, what would you do in that situation? You know, if your relative who was trying to be stuck in something like that, would you want to get on your child? I know you don't have a child, but if you did, <laughs> how would you feel about that? Yeah, and I just hope you two have a wonderful and happy new year, and I'll talk to y'all then. Oh. Alright, well, the thing I would say for, uh, a porn, first of all, thank you for all the kind words. Thank you. Second of all, a porn star kissing on a baby, it's your baby or whatever is, um, I would be okay with that because if anybody knows the current status of their STDs on a regular basis, it's probably a porn star. She knows which ones are communicable and which ones aren't. Oh, they gave him the book? What are you talking about? They they know this stuff. They um, know better than regular people. I'm more worried about regular people kissing on the baby because yes. you don't know what them niggas no, got. No, these niggas don't wash their hands and all that stuff. At least we know that they in a clean working environment. Yeah, and it's a lot of, uh, it's a whole lot of, of dangerous diseases and dick sucking going on with normal people with normal jobs you would never suspect. So, you know, I would worry about that. And me personally, I'm more worried about the baby giving me some type of cough or cold or some shit than me giving the baby anything. Babies are like walking disease factors. Yes, they pick up everything. And those of you that are parents, you know I have a girlfriend that's a parent. And damn, her little boy gets sick. Next thing you know, she is sick like the next week or two later. Yeah. So, next question. Uh, I guess this one downloading. Let's go. Oh. Hi, Ryan, Karen. This is like the third time I called you. It's a little consecutive because my phone keeps dropping. So I'm going to drop the middle of the message. My name is Marsha. I'm a listener. I'm in time underscore three on Twitter. And I just want to let you guys have to be an app that some random bots. I live in Florida, and it seems like when you guys do articles, most of them come from Florida. I swear people are not that crazy down here. It's very idiotic. And uh, it's not yours, so only to us, but it's still the crazy stuff happens down here all the time. I swear it's not that crazy. Um, I understand how Karen feels when she gets hit, hit on by other guys, like older guys. I'm 19 years old, and I've been getting hit on by guys since I was 12 years old. <laughs> I was old for my age, and it, it's just weird. It's always when I was a hot mess that old men want to hit on me when I walk down the street. I can even walk down the street in shorts no more. Like, I have to wear, like, baggy. I don't know what I could do for guys to stop hitting on me. It's like old men with no teeth. In the mouth with yeah. two children, obviously, that hit on me. I don't, I don't know. And I can say no, and they will spit it on me. And it's, it's just weird. And especially when I'm at the gym. Um, you guys were on, uh, yeah, right, radio, and I was going to call in, but I punked out. Sorry. Something like that. Um, and you were talking about people say pause and no homo. And I really hate when people say that's what she said for things that are not even remotely sexual.
Oh man, well thank you very much. Thank uh, you. I don't know what you have on right now, but I just can't resist you. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is wag when people use that's what she said wrong. Yeah, um, in the wrong context. I think I'm gonna ironically start using it wrong all the time though. <laughs> like I gotta get my car worked on. That's what she said, you know. Um. Uh, they get hit on when you look bad I think a lot of men do that because that's a chance where they actually feel superior Ah. you know so they see a woman in a beat up car they love that shit they see a woman uh, that looks kind of like she's bumming today she might not have money they love that shit you Mm -hmm. you want men to stop hitting on you and I'm not saying it will stop all men Mm -mm. but you may be able to deter a certain type of man and it's messed up, but if you just get dressed up like you got a job and got a nice car and yes, shit. Yes, and they will get highly upset at you. Because we got, like, Roger got me, like, a newer car. And it's almost like when I was driving my little beat-up Honda, I was, like, beating pride. Now I was like, mm, bitch, you think you somebody. And you know, they turning those up and looking at y'all crazy. And you're like, well, damn, I should have did this a long time ago then. Yeah, a lot of men are attracted to self-confidence. That is a turn-off. Um, but thank you. Oh, the Florida articles. Hey, Florida is ratchet. That's hey, right, what can we say? Hey, yeah. I, I, I read the articles where they come from. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Stop doing crazy shit, Floridians. Um, but thank you for right. I missed your name because it was kind of ch- ch- messed up a little bit at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah. But definitely call us back, man. We do appreciate it. And you know, uh, if you if we're ever on Yeah Right Radio again or on a live show, make sure you call, call in. Yeah. We won't bite your head off. And I promise. We won't let any else do it all right so i'm out of here no homo uh next uh-huh. voicemail um i think this thing is download too but short hey rod and karen this is uh jay aka adjective underscore jay from oh. twitter um i just started calling in and say that you guys do a great show uh i was kind of surprised when i heard the show with the money jones on it it was like kind of i guess the surprise was like oh my god they got a celebrity but then I really started thinking about all the shows I'd heard before. I was like, no, they, they kind of are celebrity shows. Uh, they don't have celebrity status. Um, you know, don't forget the small people once y'all get there. Overall, the show was great. I also uh, like the fact that you guys didn't just, like, talk sports, but talk a bunch of different stuff, uh, even though you had Mr. Mr. Jones in the building. And, uh, you know, great job, man. And uh, I just, you know, hope y'all keep going for 2011. And I'm looking forward to hearing more from y'all. And from Karen, whose random thoughts are hilarious. That's it. Peace. Much love, y'all. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Adjective J, uh, Adjective underscore J on Twitter. He's always uh, talking, man. We talk a lot of shit back and forth of, you know, just random jokes and stuff, man. He's a funny ass dude. And, um,. I, man, I, like I said, I wouldn't consider myself a celebrity. I only want to no. get famous enough to sign somebody's titties. And it hadn't happened yet, so my goal is not reached. Yeah. Once somebody well, pulls them titties out, I'll be like, oh, I made it. I have arrived, and that's enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drink I mean, a little bit more, girl. Drink a little bit more. Yeah, I still haven't really been recognized from uh, the podcast. I think Karen kind of got recognized, but it was by a friend of mine, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> but I don't think he met Karen before but he just walked up like hey Rod and Karen this was like oh have you met my wife you got something to tell me <laughs> he was like no I listen to the podcast y'all yeah. like a combo <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah man that's cool and uh, definitely uh, I didn't want to do I don't care who the guest is honestly uh, and 
I'm not being arrogant, but I feel like, uh, and I want to treat this thing like, uh, nobody is above being on the show. Nobody's above being treated as an equal. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with anybody whose ass I have to kiss the whole time. Um, yeah. and, I, and that's why I don't treat people any special way on Twitter or in real life. Like, it, your celebrity status really doesn't matter to me. Um, the only person I really felt like I had kid gloves on with the show was my cousin Anthony, and that's because yeah. he's my cousin, and I worry about, you know, I don't want the the NBA headline to be he was saying some ignorant shit on my show. I know, that really would blow us <laughs> up, but we ain't trying to make no money off Anthony. Right, yeah, so I, you know, but, but we, every, we must want to have to quit our jobs then, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else is fair game. Yeah. And it, this isn't a show where people come on and we're going to fuck with you and no. talk shit to you and try no. to get you riled up, like, yeah. We're just gonna kick it, and we're gonna do our show, yeah. but with you, because maybe people want to hear you outside of your element. They, That's right. You know, we have a uh, Mr. Player Hater was on the show. He does a relationship podcast, yeah. um, and you know, uh, we basically have him on the show. And we just we kick it with him. We ask him a little bit about himself, and then we're just bam, we're right into the show. That's right. If he wants to participate or not, it's on you. That's right. So you know, you you know what our format is now. Yes. So um, you know, as far as uh, uh, is, is this? I mean, I guess funny saying this is a business, but in the podcasting game, whatever the, the <laughs> internet radio game, whatever yes. you want to call it, people are gonna be more successful than you. People are gonna put more time into it. They're gonna have their shit together more than you. Um, I never get above the idea of I'm just a nigga with a microphone and we're sitting here, we're just kicking it. Yes, sir. And if you want to get in on that type of vibe and you want to be you're that kind of person. You're more than welcome to get in. Yes, you are. Uh, and I assume that if you're a celebrity or whatever, you want to come kick it on the show, then you must be pretty cool. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I do worry about what kind of people we can invite. Because there's some people I'm like, you know, uh, I might could get somebody uh, more mainstream, bigger name on the show. But I would worry about them being able to keep it real with us. Yeah. And I, I don't want to fuck up people's paper. Like, it's my show isn't any... Like, I wouldn't say hey Jamel Hill come get on come be on the show please be on the show and then get on here and I'm nigga this nigga that and now she can't talk you know like, like you know so you know so yeah. I don't want to you know put people in an awkward situation no. like that so but it was so cool of Bo to come do that man yes it was very awesome man great time uh, alright so that's all the voicemails and let's do the emails real quick and then we're gonna get into what we're actually here for today um Apparently, uh, Mr. Span, due to the shout out, shout yes. out to Mr. Span. Yes. Uh, sent us an email in and it had a article on a transgender man divide a marriage license. Yes. Um, we'll do this one Wednesday. Yeah. I want to actually do the whole article. And so. it's hilarious. But we did get your email, man. Yes, I, and thank, thank you very you. much. Um, let's see here. Uh, Oh, we got that one. No, no, not that one. Uh, okay, Scarfinger. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast called Scarcasm Live. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like the podcast. It's uh, for gamers and it's very. Uh, but they also talk about movies. They talk about yeah, uh, Netflix. Of and, stuff. Yeah, so they get, you know, they, it's not only strictly gaming, but they get pretty, you know, yes. intense into gaming. Yes. I love video games too. I do too. You know, so it's not. Uh, but I recognize that within my group of people, you know, we've been talking about gamers, and I can be kind of um, 
sarcastic, kind of mean, kind of a joker on some gamers, because I know the idiosyncrasies of gamers and gaming nerds and what makes them tick and, you know, how they can be, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, and I know the cool ones aren't going to take it too serious. That's right. The people like me are just going to be like, yeah, that's crazy, and move on. That's right. But, you know, he wrote in an email. And it's called In Defense of Gamers. So you know, this is already getting off on the wrong foot. (laughs) And he says, know that I'm being honest but sarcastic. But we'll see. (laughs) Hello, Rod and Karen. My name is Scarfinger, and I am a gamer. I believe the mischaracterization of the people who play games is stereotypical typical, and not factual. He done already messed up all them letters and words. Yeah. I'm out. Have you listened to this show? We don't <laughs> use four-syllable words. No, we four letters and under. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So gamers aren't the prepubescent teenager that you think we are. I never said that. Me either. I don't think that. No. <laughs> um, the average gamer is actually 34. Ooh. And a lot of us have full-time jobs, families. That means we actually have sex. Have degrees and, li- and live act- live actual lives outside of gaming. In other words, we are just like you. The only difference is we play games as a major form of entertainment. It's a hobby and nothing more. Like any hobby, there are people that take shit too far, but that's no different than any other hobby. Um, but let me stop right there and first say, hey, that's what this show does. We talk about the motherfuckers that go too far. Yeah. Like, more than likely, we're not talking about it. It's like, it would be like uh, a black person writing in and say, Rod, every time you say some niggas need to go to prison, I get offended because I am a black person. But well, then you don't like, need to listen to this show. Well, it's just that it's one of those chances where times where it's like, uh, it's not you. That, yeah, that's you true. You know, that's I, true. I, there's, I can't call individual names. You know, it's not like I'm going to be like, okay, this dude is a gamer and he goes too far. This dude is a gamer and he goes too far. You know the gamers I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, like when I say I get on Xbox Live and you have some kids on there calling everybody nigger every time they mm-hmm. shoot them. Now, obviously, that's not everybody. No. Because I'm on Xbox Live. Me I'm too. playing the game. That's right. I'm not calling anybody nigger. No, I keep my nigger jokes to you. Right. So, <laughs> that's, you know, so here we, you know, so like, anyway, just learn, read the show. The show's not going to be specific, and this is what I was talking about when I said gamers listening to us was going to be different. Oh, yeah. Because now I, they want me to be very specific, not generalized and detailed. I'm not going to do that. No. All right. So he says, um, what ticked me off in both cases, Bo in first take, uh, that was when Bomani Jones was on first take. Yes. And he says, and on your show, I was looking for someone to speak on behalf of the millions of people that do have this hobby. As an obvious gamer that has a gamer score above 20K, honestly, I look to ride in this situation. Oh, don't be looking to me for shit. I'm a terrible role model. I'm, I'm I embarrass myself on the daily. This podcast is a front to my humanity. I listen to this shit. I listen back to my own shit. Like, I can't believe niggas is talking. Like, oh, it's me. Um, in this situation, to offer the other side of the argument, all he did was act up in front of company. Also, to make it worse, Rise game of choice is the game in question. I know the game isn't the only issue here, but I just wanted to some sense of fairness and what a gamer is to your to you sports fans. Y'all make it seem like knowing about something you love is a bad thing. Would you rather us all be idiots? I'm sorry about that last line. Obviously, you think we are. I think all gamers are idiots. Come on. No. I don't. We don't. No. We we don't. I actually think a lot of y'all are too smart. 
Yeah, y'all too smart to have normal conversations. <laughs> I, I say a statement, and all of a sudden, I got to sit through a 10-minute, uh, 20-minute uh, soliloquy on how the inner secrecies of... Uh, Favor going, I'm like, I didn't want to hit this. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing personal. I don't think, I don't think gamers are dumb at all. No, you're um, very bright people. In the end, and uh, honestly, for a more uh, whole perspective on that Kobe thing, we talked about it on the show. Um, I don't remember the episode, but we talked about the NBA's hypocrisy with the Call of Duty brand. Mm-hmm. And that's what Bo was talking about. And gamers wanted to get sidetracked into this gaming conversation about banning the game, not banning the game. Yeah. And just kind of like this email, you're going off the deep end because nobody's talking about this shit. Like, we don't give a... Like, I love that game. Yes. I don't give a fuck about the uh, the banning or not banning. The, the NBA uh, angle on it and what they were saying was Kobe Bryant shouldn't be in this game because the NBA is not supposed to be supporting black men and violence and guns and shit like that. But at the same time, they are taking the revenue from this game. Yes, they do. They And they always come out during the NBA season, too. Every right. single one well, of them has. Well, to elaborate further on what Karen's saying... This isn't the first time they've had a Call of Duty advertisement. And this is all this shit is things we've said already. Yes. On this show. In another episode. I'm not rehashing the entire Kobe episode. Because that was 30, 20, 20, 30 minutes of a show before. I'm not bringing Bo on here to talk about that shit again. That's right. Plus, I know he don't want to talk about that shit. Because gamers in the past heard his comments and went off the deep end talking about shit that he never said on the show. Like, you want all games banned. You think all games are too violent. Like, no, nah, nah, calm that's down. Not what calm down. And anyway, in the end, all we want is people to respect us and not put us in the box. I do. No, no. Y'all in the box? No. That's that's what I do to people on the show. <laughs> Everybody's in the fucking box. <laughs> not just gamers. It's everybody. Nerds. Black people. White people. We all in boxes. I don't have time to differentiate every single one of y'all. The only difference between you and us is the time you worry about other things is the time we devote to something else. Why is that bad? At least we're not Republicans. Well, most of us anyway. Also, the reason the NBA was behind this was because Call of Duty brand has been promoted during NBA games for years and it makes billions of dollars. No need to fuck up that money. I've already said that. Not only I agree, Karen. I already fucking said that. Do you do you not remember when I said that? Yes. I've said this over a month ago, maybe two months ago at this point. I said these exact things about Kobe Bryant and the NBA and their hypocrisy with Call of Duty. No, we're not arguing with you. This is what Bo said on the show. So no, I am arguing with him. I'm oh. arguing when he says that I was disrespectful to gamers. I think they're idiots. Oh. No, there's some gamers I don't fucking like. And they know exactly who they are. You know what I'm saying? You know the type of game I'm fucking talking about. And it seems like when people get in these whole like, well, you're talking about a group of people, so let me defend this group. You're not even defending the group that we're talking about. You're talking about you. You're not talking about the the cats that are the real hardcore assholes. Those dudes, fuck them. Okay? Understand. No, In no uncertain terms. Fuck those type of dudes, alright? Also, the gamers that call me nigger when we play fucking Call of Duty. Fuck them, too. I'm not gonna parse every specific type of gamer or whatnot. So, when I'm talking shit about gamers, you know I'm talking shit about the shitty gamers. You know? And I can't do do a show like that. I can't do a show where I'm like, okay, but uh, this type of NBA player, no. It's gonna fucking be a five-hour show. 
<laughs> a born ass father. Yeah. Show. I'm sorry. Yeah, if I say NBA players like to wear chains, well, not all the NBA players. See, Kobe Bryant's chain is a little thinner than. Who the fuck wants to listen to that? This was made out of 24 gold. This was made out of 14 carat. Yeah. Can't you tell the difference? So anyway, man. <laughs> but thank you for writing in the show, yes, though, man. I really do you. appreciate it. We do. In the bleachers, my man Michael. He wrote. What's up? What's going on, y'all? I haven't gotten an email in a few weeks, but I'm still a loyal listener. Got a few shows worth of information now, so here we go. Pardon the length of the email. Listen to Bomani's appearance, and he definitely hit it on the head about not leaving the house. As I'm doing more internet freelance work since I'm technically unemployed and I've found that I do not go anywhere, I wake up most mornings, shower, coffee, and make a spectacular breakfast while I listen to the Morning Jones. I knew my staying home was bad when I started trying to cram all my trips into a 30-minute window so I could be back home for my midday shows. As for South Carolina, or as I call it, Sacralina. Yes, sir. Uh, they're a different breed. It's a strange land. The reason you can tell if a dude is from Sacralina is their darkness. Never seen a blacker people than, than the blue black folks in Sacralina. From the upstate to the low count country, uh, they got the highest per capita purple black folks. <laughs> as for refunds, I went to Carolina, man. They messed up my money. They messed up white friends' money. Hell, they messed up some of my athletic friends' money. Not uniquely black, all Although my mom did have to drive up to A&T for my little brother to get his money right. Both Bo and Patrice's episodes were, of course, were awesome, of course. The drunk comments on white folks drunk hit home. This is the world I live in. Uh-huh. Bo brought up bar golf. 18 bars, 18 drinks across uh, Chapel Hill. Wow. Big time sorority event. Yes, I've done my fair share. I admittedly have that drunken adventure since I exist in my own space. Uh, watch out for those high schoolers asking for you to buy beer. I will, <laughs> it will happen, and they will be hurt when you do not do it. I know about this. I made my first buy on 21st, my 21st birthday for my college girlfriend's 16-year-old brother. It's a slippery slope ride. Do it once, and you'll become the guy. Karen, have fun talking cooking with you and Toya late the night the other day. That's right. If you all know of any ladies looking for a future stay-at-home dad, direct them my way. <laughs> I'm good with the women's. Uh, I make I make my gravy from scratch. That's have what my, I'm talking about. Have my own seasoned cast iron skillets, and my skills are legit. Thanks, Mike. Pump. Yes, sir. And uh, you know we appreciate the comments on everything, man. You know I hope you do get a job, but thanks for these emails in the meantime. Yes, thank you. All right, and uh, let's see. Last email from Brandon. What up, Rod and Karen? It is the official handicap spokesman of the Black Guy Who Tips, your boy I Walk Less. Shouts to Justin. Uh, first of all, I want to wish both of you a happy new year and hope you each brought it up, brought it in as incoherently intoxicated as I did. Yo, not all of us handicappers have large the fuck ass vans. As, as you've seen in the twit pic, I said some of us are rather stylish on these streets. It gets me from A to B with two 12s in the back playing Big Crit, beating out the motherfucking frame. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but most of the most of the time, people don't know that I'm paralyzed if they don't see my plate. Same with me, seeing other disabled drivers. So I just found that convo kind of funny. Although I used to know this dude who was paralyzed from the neck down, but had limited movement in his arms and hands, and he had his own van. Inside that bitch looked like the Batcave. I had never seen so many lights and buttons and signals and sounds and a whole lot of distractive shit. 
And I'm like, man, I'm blessed to have full function of my arms. And I couldn't focus on the road. So you can't even completely ball your fist up. But I'm supposed to feel safe around in this defo bill. (laughs) There isn't enough weed or munchies in the world to get Shaggy and Scooby-Doo in the back of this bitch. (laughs) So I'm disabled vet, which means I have no job and receive a handsome monthly allowance from the government. Both spoke nothing but truth. If you don't have to leave the house, you don't want to when you're when you're out. You might as well pack for that shit like it's a vacation to Jamaica. I leave the house with extra underwear, my bathroom travel bag, petty crash, condoms in the front pocket, and a kilo of coke. My, my favorite Christmas movie, Lick on Santa's Balls, I made some years ago. Five star reviews. Just thought y'all wanted to know that. Um, yo, I got a domestic violence story. My ex. We lived together for a while. The one day we was talking shit, and she said, nigga, I will pull your wheel on the roof. (laughs) I said, shit, I bet the fuck you won't. So when she texted me a pic of my wheel on the roof, I I, I since said, we bet the fuck. I, I, I said, since we bet the fuck, I must pay my debt right. She wasn't hearing that, though. Because uh-huh. you know you said, I bet the fuck you want. Oh, hey, Rod and Karen, you ever wanted to get a sex toy, but you were too ashamed to visit the establishment for fear of ridicule? Well, come on down to Pleasures in Huntsville, Alabama, where you can get your dildo cock ring, pussy pocket, or inflatable BBW lady in the privacy of your own vehicle in our sex toy drive through spot. And he has a link to it, uh, which I'm not clicking on in the middle of the show. Uh, Rod can't delete niggas off email, so Karen, team epic nap, pound up top, fuck Duke, fuck Calipari, fire Fisher, Twitter thug, respect my hashtag, I'm out! (laughs) 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 Oh, that made my day. (laughs) That was a great email. Yes, that was. Alright, man, so, um, you ready to get into the actual show, man? Yeah. All the feedback is done. There was nothing on Facebook, nothing on the, uh, uh, the other page, you know, the uh, the, the SOHH yeah, message board. We'll get that caught up later. So, alright, man. Let's um do some actual podcasting. Um, and for people, you know, that, that are into, uh, you know, that feedback you just did, that's what we do on Saturdays. Yes, sir. You know, this is your first time hearing the feedback episode. Everybody else, uh, you know, in case you already deleted it or moved on because you didn't know. Now it's time to get into the ratchet shit. Yes, sir. All right, man. So I was thinking about 2010 in hindsight. Yes, sir. And I always think about the concept. You know when shit happens and people are like, oh, this is setting black people back. Yes, sir. Now, I don't believe in that shit. Do you believe in that? That things set black people back? Some things do, and it don't set black people back in black. Well, some things set black people black in black people minds, but there are some things that happen that set black people back in white people minds, and that's what black people are scared of when they say that shit. Yeah, I don't really think that uh, anything sets any individual back. Uh, you know, and I'm clarifying this for people like Scarfinger, cause uh, you know they will say, "Right, you said this set me back, but I'm still making more money this year than I was last year, and I'm black." So you lied. You need to say all the black people by name that were affected. Individually. Yeah, individually. I need you to call them up. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, um, I don't really believe in this, and that's the disclaimer for this. Because now I'm about to say a whole bunch of shit that contradicts that. <laughs> and either you get the joke or you don't that's get the joke. That's right. Right? All right, man. So, first thing we want to do is start at the, the bottom. 
We came okay. up, we came up with a list of twenty five things. Yes. In two thousand and ten. Yes. That happened last year that set black people back. Yes. And we start with the shit that set us back the least. Yes. And we move up to what set us back the most. Yes. Alright, so me and Karen, we sat down over lunch, came up with this list. And you know what? If we left something out, email the show. Blackoutchips at gmail.com. We would love to hear y'all comments. Yeah, hit us up at blackoutchips at gmail.com and let us know what we left out, what should be higher, you know, what should be lower, what should have not even been on the list. You know, and uh, if you don't get the comedy of this concept, I won't read your fucking email because it ain't that important. <laughs> so some of y'all will get it and some of y'all motherfuckers won't, uh, which is probably going to be just as funny uh, as anything else. So um, the thing we had at the bottom for 25 was LT, Lawrence Taylor. Yes. Gets a scandal with a prostitute, an underage prostitute. Yes, sir. And he definitely uh, set black people back a little bit because black people love LT a lot. Yes, they do. Uh, maybe even, I would even say a little too much for... Yes, they do. Uh, you know, he's a dude that has had some issues with drugs and yeah. off the field issues. Nah, I, I think niggas just like saying LT in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. So LT is that nigga and he gets caught... Uh, and then his story when he gets caught by the police with this, you know, this underage chick was, oh, no, 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 I ain't fucker. I was just jacking off. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think Chris Hansen would let that slide. No. That's all I'm saying. No, they had the vehicle outside. So that, that was number, that was number 25, if you count them. What's up? 25, right down the list so you can follow back later. 25 LT. Pro- underage prostitute scandal. Yes. Okay. Um, and supposedly it was after the girl had a black eye that a pimp gave her. So like he really needed that nut. Yeah, bad. Too. He was like, oh, okay, come on in. Yes, I see that black eye, but I can get past that. Turn the lights down real low. Yes, sir. Lower. Um, <laughs> we also had Fantasia. Yes, sir. The former American Idol winner. Yes, she sir. had a scandal of her own. Yes, she did. Idol winner Fantasia Barino accused of an affair with married man. A North Carolina woman is alleging the American Idol winner Fantasia Barino engaged in an affair with her husband and says in court documents that the pair recorded their sexual account encounters. Paula Cook, who was separated from her husband, Antoine Cook, in June, filed a document seeking child custody alimony and other monetary support Wednesday in Mecklenburg County District Court. Now, my aunt thinks that this is a setup and that they framed uh, Fantasia for some reason. Yeah, and you know what? And they were saying the stories was coming out that they have been legally separated long enough mm-hmm. before he even started messing with Fantasia because after you uh, separate, you have to be separated and not living in the same household for so long before right. everything becomes official. And so, you know, as far as she was concerned, she was like, you're not with your wife. Yeah. And she almost killed herself or allegedly, allegedly. killed, yeah. almost killed, committed suicide over this nigga. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that set people back because black women specifically love Fantasia. Yes, they and do. And black men love that ass. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Yes. So, apparently Fantasia is, uh, oh, you're going to do the whole, come on, Shirley. <laughs> The black guy who tips. We keep the singing to a minimum. <laughs> Need all this bullshit clogging up the airways. <laughs> but I like Fantasia too, but I'm not killing myself. Oh, um, alright, man. So basically, she had a scandal. And that's number 24. So above LT. 
Cause, cause men and women love her. Yes, they do. Now this other nigga, no, no nigga loves this nigga. Okay, but <laughs> and see now, see that's gonna confuse Scarfinger, cause he gonna say, what do you mean, no nigga loves this nigga? If he is a nigga, I, and then what does he not love himself? How can you say that? You need to find every nigga in the world, <laughs> take a vote of hands. And then take a list with a petition, read off the names of the niggas that do love this dude, and say everybody except these niggas loves this nigga. Have a mail-in ballot? Yeah. So, <laughs> we, need, we need to, hey, he's, he's familiar with ballots. Um, it's Michael Steele, leader of the RNC, the chair of the R- Republican mm-hmm. National Committee. Now, for long, them crackers trying to get him out of there. Crackers? Yes. Well, you start saying, man, what is going on with you in these tweets? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Too ratchet. I'm sorry. We, we just we don't use the c word in this house. Oh, I'm sorry. I like crackers. They're good. You, you don't want to say crackers and chinks on this show. Ah, people, ah, if you ah. took a poll and voted, most people would say I would be the one. To say, no, it's Karen is the racist one. Sorry, <laughs> white people and Shirley Wong. <laughs> sorry, guys. Can't control them. I love y'all all. Yes, I do. Picking, mm-hmm. I picking do. a picking a sorry clothes. Picking a, a fight with Rush Limbaugh. That was the, like this is a list of the ten things he did that was fucked up. He picked a fight with Rush Limbaugh, which is the wrong dude to pick a fight with. Everybody knows if you're a black Republican, you don't go at Massa like that. Mm-hmm. They don't play that shit. Especially not that one with all that money. He fucked around and called abortion abortion an individual choice. And, uh, mm, they ain't trying to hear that. That's not a choice. <laughs> that is the opposite of what the mm. Republicans want you to believe. Girl, you better have all them kids. Uh, um, he uh, called Afghanistan a war of Obama's choosing, which to me wasn't that big a deal. But once the Republicans turned on Michael Steele, it was a wrap. Oh, it was over. Everything he fucked up was like, no. And he had two sugars. He said he takes three sugars with his coffee. What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, corrupt, I tell you. Uh, the sex club debacle, uh, where he had a $2,000 bill. $2,000 of the millions of dollars that the, that the, the RNC spends for entertaining and doing shit. Yes. They found this $2,000 bill and was like, oh, no, he did not. And on top of that, that's probably a drop in the bucket compared to the gay club listening to his own ass there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They gay club uh, budget is like $2 million. That's, that's right. Because you have to pay the prostitutes to be quiet about it because then you have to go out and run on family values. Yes. Um, the $2,000 bill occurred at a lesbian bondage club in West Hollywood, California, February 2010. Wasn't Steele's fault. He did not attend the club or nor the staff was planned to attend, but it happened under his watch. And that is enough for a nigga to get the fucking wow. all the blame. <laughs> that was just like it happened. You was alive. <laughs> <laughs> you associated. I didn't know it happened. We don't give a damn. You should have known. He had a fire Pelosi bus tour, um, and apparently this was bad some kind of while, some kind of way. I'm not really sure why this is bad, but. He did it, so it must be bad. Uh, uh, These motherfuckers uh, hate this nigga. Uh, general financial disarray. So, you know, the Republicans was all out of pocket with the spending and the money, and they didn't raise enough money. And it's his fault. Yeah, they didn't raise more money. As enough, no, they didn't raise the same amount of money as they normally do. They're not going to say it's because the economy was bad. It's because this nigga was fucking up. Oh, yeah. He the only nigga in the group. He gonna get the brain. Uh, he played the race card. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, no. 
He was on Good Morning America. He said that. We know you black, but don't tell us you black. And when they asked him if he had a smaller margin of error because he's black, he said the honor, the honest answer is yes. Barack Obama has a smaller margin. Margin. A lot of folks do. It's a different role for me to play and others to play. That just the reality of. That's just the reality of it. But you take that as part of the nature of it. My view on politics is much more grassroots oriented. It's not the old boy network oriented. So I tend to, you know, come at, at it a little bit stronger, a little bit more streetwise, if you will. That's rubbed from feathers the wrong way. Yeah, they ain't trying to hear streetwise. Yeah, you know, hibbity bibbity. Yes. Um. So yeah, basically, man, Mike. Still, uh, you know, he, he played the race card. He tried to make the GOP more hip hop. Now you know they ain't giving up their damn country music. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like it's just these things aren't really gaps, but these are all things that they're just like this is unacceptable. No, <laughs> breaking that jungle movies again here. I know the monkeys. No. Uh, telling skeptics of his leadership skills to stuff it. So the fact that he defended himself against skeptics. That is wrong. Yes, you know <laughs> Suggested the Republican Party was, wasn't was ready to take the lead. So, you know, being honest and shit. <laughs> That's right, because if you, if, you, if you vote for Sarah Payman, I don't blame him. No, hell no, y'all not. She's an idiot. And the sad part about Michael Steele is he is literally a dude without a home because... Niggas being gave up on Michael Steele. As soon as he said Republican, they were like, like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> you can go over there with your two sugars and creams. We'll take ours black. Yeah, and then uh, ah. you look at the Republicans, you knew they weren't going to let this dude leave. I knew he was doomed when he got the leadership position. I was yeah. like, they will be nipping at your heels as soon as this shit pops off. Yeah. And they did. They was like, Obama won, we, we gotta get somebody black up there. <laughs> yeah. We don't care who he get. Oh, wait a minute, you the, you the darkest thing in the room. Come here, nigga. Yeah. It was like, I hate you for Obama's field in the year. Yes. So, keeping it a little political, um, we had another scandal. And, you know, Michael Steele was, uh, let's see, number 23. Uh, Fantasia was 24. LT was 25. So, number 22 is Jesse Jackson Jr., Oh, yeah. And this is something that kind of passed by. And the only reason I moved it up this high is because the name. Yeah. Jesse Jackson Jr. and his wife addressed affair allegations. So he had an affair with uh, uh, this lady who looks to be some sort of swimsuit model. Yeah, no, it looks like she's under 125 pounds by them ribs. Yeah, so, hey, I could definitely have sex with her. Uh, Jesse Jackson recently released a statement that addressed the rumors of him having an affair with another woman. The same businessman who has accused him of being part of a plan to donate money to Rod Blagojevich has said that he also paid for for a female social acquaintance, Givyavano Hudabro, uh, to fly to Chicago. Of the incident, Jackson said, the reference to a social acquaintance is a private and personal matter between me and my wife that was handled some time ago. I ask that you respect our privacy. No, I have disappointed some supporters, and for that I am deeply sorry, but I remain committed to serving my constituents and fighting on their behalf. So, yes, I did that shit. That's what he is saying. Yes. I fucked it, yes. I talked to my wife about it. Stop bringing shit up. That's right. Party over. Yeah, why are you bringing up old shit? I know. She the only one that matters anyway. Jackson's wife, Sandy Jackson, said that the situation was very private and painful, unfortunate situation that my family and I have been privately addressing for several months. So, yeah, that happened in 2010, and y'all forgot about it. Um, so, there's also this other story with this Dr. Laura Caller. 
that uh, moves to number 21. And uh, this caused a lot of buzz at the time. Yes, it did. You know, we talked about it on our show. Every show I heard talked about this. Yes, it did. Uh, this lady basically called in Dr. Lord, and Dr. Lord used the N-word a couple times. Didn't call her a nigger, but used the N-word. Said, hey, comedians can say nigger on HBO. Why can't I say nigger? That's right. So uh, let me play the audio from, from this call. Because everybody's like, well, how did that set black people back? I'm not saying Dr. Lord. I'm saying this lady is yeah. Nita Hansen is her name. Nita Hansen. She set black people back by calling that bitch in the first place. Yes. What are you She's doing? Not the right person to talk to. You know? Would Shirley call in and say this about clothes on shownilla.com? No, she would not. not. She has more self-respect than that. She yes. would call us, leave a voicemail, and we would talk about it. Yes. And I would say, but if comedians can say it, then why can't clothes? That's right. He's the same as Chris Rock. So, uh, you know, I'm waiting on the video to load because, you know, CNN is on that bullshit. But uh, here we go. And even had crying spree. Tell me why crying spree? What part of this whole episode has upset you so? Now, see, see how weak she looks? She has had crying sprees over this. Crying sprees? Crying sprees? So is that like spree killers when they have shooting sprees? Ah! I had crying sprees. I couldn't control myself. I went on a three-day spree. Like, calm down, man. She called, she said the N-word. Didn't even call you nigger. Said the N-word. You weak motherfucker. Oh, God. Well, after speaking with Dr. Laura, I was just so confused. I was hurt because I was just calling her to get some advice about what I can do about this situation and how to talk to my husband. So, the thought of, I, I was just calling her to get some help, and I did not expect to hear the things that she said to me. I didn't want to turn this into a racial thing. I just wanted some advice in my relationship. And you thought even after all this went down and the way she reacted that you went back and questioned yourself and thought maybe you had done something wrong. I, you did do something wrong. You called into this bitch's show and you asked her a racial question, but you didn't want it to be racial. The ah, fuck did you think ah. was going Do you listen to AM Talk Radio the other 24 hours of the day at all? I said that again. That's the wrong <laughs> show to call into. Yeah, well, Rush Limbaugh is on, on, on there calling motherfucking Obama the Magic Negro. Are you going, huh, I should call in, ask him a racial question. Yes. This will go well. Yes, I know yes. I'm not magic. <laughs> I did it, and that's why it was very important for me to listen to the tape, because I thought I had honestly said something wrong. Did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? And I... I just wanted to go back and hear the tapes just to make sure that what I said was okay. And, you know, it was it was just huge. It was there's no way to explain the feelings you get or how you can react when something like this happens. Miss Hanson, have uh, you reached out? What's wrong with the white man that's married to her? Like, did he know that she was this weak? I, I would never listen. I love you, but if you start calling the doctor law all the time, it's over. It's over. It's a wrap. There's nothing uh, appealing uh, about that kind uh, of personality. Uh, 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 you got to go to a fucking talk show host to get some advice on our marriage. Wow. Anyway, that's not good. That's not, not, not playing the rest of that shit. That's not good. But that bitch set us back. Black people was almost to the Stone Age after that shit. <laughs> that's only number twenty one. Yes, sir. Uh, number twenty. Y'all remember this nigga? Uh, he uh, ran for office. In, 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 in Sakalana. 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 Here you go. Hello. Hello. 
How are you feeling about the polls closing? Um, just, I'm just saying that it's the same thing that the next started the recession and um, the voters of South Carolina, you know, they shouldn't um, the board, someone who has failed the country. Well, what would you like to say to Senator Demand? Uh, why did he start the recession? <laughs> so what's next for Alvin Green? Uh, we just have to find out. Yes. So, uh, my man Alvin Green, uh, for if you haven't figured out by now, we talked about him on the last show. He ran uh, in South Carolina and lost uh, for Senate. But uh, he is fucking terrible as a human being. And it's, I really felt like they were picking on a dumbass or a retard or something like that. Yes, they was. And shout out to Hater Rise. Because that's hilarious to me now. Oh, you never saw that clip before? No. Yeah, the Hater Rise on the Hater Rise radio show. He, played, he used to play that clip all the time. Yes. And I would laugh, but seeing it live is different than actually hearing it on the radio. Because it was like, what, hey? Yeah, <laughs> he looks scared. Yes. Maybe thought they was trying to come take him out. Man. I know. Assassinating him. Uh, now, that was <laughs> number 20. Uh, so, number 19 is Nicki Minaj. Hey. And she sold, she went gold with Pink Friday, her, her, her album. That's big time now. Yeah, now going gold is a big deal. Uh, she actually sold more than Lauryn Hill in this first week. Or any other female hip-hop artist other than Lauryn Hill in her first week. Okay. Which is, you know, significant. Yes, that is. Especially in 2010. Yes. Uh, what I will say for this, and it's pretty short, is she's a reprehensible uh, person as far as what she represents. And she's pretty much all fluff at this point. And uh, her her following is what perplexes me, like... Who the fuck are these little girls that want to be like her? That want to be the Barbies and especially the grown women that are like, I want to be Barbie. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, Grow up. Yes. I'm not a grown yeah. ass man talking about being GI Joe skill. I hope not. And I hope uh, you ain't trying to be Ken either. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little weird to me. Um, and her success, I think, uh, kind of set black people back this year because it's like this is the woman you put up she's just a carbon copy of every other stereotype video hoe chick I got a big ass I talk about fucking a lot and I'm always um, dressing like a hoe and putting on wigs and shit and it's like oh okay yeah we'll see how long this how long this lasts man because there's a lot of people that started coming out like Soldier Boy and a lot of other people that were releasing like their albums and them shits didn't sell because it's a difference between you having a gimmick and you being an artist it yeah. is not it's not the same because if you're an artist you'll stand the test of time if you got a yeah. gimmick Guess what? When the next hot thing come in, come on in the streets, you ain't gonna be it. And I'm tired of people basically being like, "Look, I am uh, a a rapper, but the least thing I'm talented at is being a rapper. I'm more talented at fashion. I'm more talented at selling myself. I'm more talented at this." Yeah, how about you be good at rap first? Yeah. How about that be the thing I think of when I think about your ass and not how good you are getting the crowd to follow you on YouTube? That's right. Ah, uh, so speaking of YouTube and rap, 
uh, number above Nicki Minaj. Yes, right so above. More, her. more distracting, yes. more destructive than yes. Nicki Minaj. And right on top of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was porn star rappers. Yes. And, and I got obsessed with porn star rappers this year, uh, like many people did. And um, you know, I'll go ahead and play some. But you know, I think we all know who I'm talking about. When I bring well, up the days, check out a might be dead. I haven't seen this nigga on Twitter in it's going on months now. Wow. The Illuminati finally got him. He's doing too much. <laughs> they was like, we gotta take him out. And he had his own dance. I mean he was he was being too intricate. he was doing too much. He was do, too influential. Yes. So they had to take him out. Um so yeah these porn star rappers set the game set black people back too because that shit went viral and everybody was looking up Brian Pumper for a while. Um another nigga Above them, that we're now at 17, that set black people back last year. Mm-hmm. The Shaq Diesel. Yeah, he kind of disappointed me. I used to be a hero. What? Used to be everybody's favorite ball player. Yes, sir. Kids wanted to be him. Grown men envied him. Yes, they and did. And we were all amazed by his talent on the court. Yes. But in the last few years, he's gotten divorced. Yes. We found out that he was basically married to the mobstress of the basketball wives. What? She <laughs> is a straight gangster. Yeah, so we found out this is who he's been piping all these years. As In addition to chicks like Superhead. Yes. In addition to Gilbert Arenas's fiance allegedly with the dirty mac in there he stole steve nash's tv show idea yes um he was dating the hoops for a while and got engaged like this nigga really let us down he really was like fuck it yeah (laughs) he was like i'm coming out i mean it started with kobe how my ass tastes but we never thought it was going here shack no you know and it's sad because i was one of the few people that started a long time ago, I told y'all niggas, I told you. I said, Kobe's a diva. Shaq is just as much a diva, but he's more likable. Yes. Same personality, yes. same type of asshole. One of them is actually able to make a joke and one isn't. Yeah. And that's the whole difference. Yes, that's why they, That's why he, he had me fooled for years. So, but now the truth style, Shaq, the truth style. Man. I watched niggas defend this dude at the basketball court for... Years yeah. and years until this year, until 2010, yeah. finally we were like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. we're all on the same page, yes, sir. She holding your phone and tweeting from it? Come on, man, what kind of pimping is that? I know, right? Flawed pimping, I tell you. Flawed. Um, <laughs> all right, man, so we had another person that was setting black people back. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're keeping track, this is number 16. It's your boy, G. Flavor Free. 
<laughs> he wants to start a line of fried chicken and vodka. Yes, sir. Because, you know, we need more ignorance combined with Flavor Flav. We, yes. we we really need yes. flavored vodka. Yes, we need more cholesterol and we need more drinking in our community. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Mwah. Thank you, Flavor Flav, you beautiful, <laughs> magnificent stereotype. Yes. Uh, Flavor Flav is moving past his reality TV show days and delving into a business in an unconventional way by starting his own line of fried chicken and vodka. The public enemy rapper is set... Now it's rapper's little think hype man is was best described. Yes, yes. They gave him a couple songs, but it was like, here you go, Flav, do something with this. We're not going to use this beat. No. Uh, He's set to release La Flav Vodka. Yes, sir. Because it's French. Yes, uh, in early 2011, in various flavors, including bubblegum and sweet tea, mm-hmm. uh, he tells the publication, The Quietus, in the interview, I want you all to keep on the lookout. It should be on the shelves by January. I'm launching a thing called the Flay Spirits. I'm coming out with a cherry vodka, a berry vodka, an olive vodka, a sweet tea vodka, a bubblegum vodka, and a grape vodka. Also, I'm coming out with Le Flav Cognac and Chateau Le Flav, which will be some bubbly champagne. That's right, folks. Popping and drinking. Flavor Flav! In addition to Vodka Flav, we'll take, out the cur- take on the Colonel of KFC with FFC Fried Chicken. According to the NC, his Flav Fried Chicken will be a fierce competitor in the fast food counterpart. I really hope this nigga was just making jokes and nobody was in on it. I hope so, too. So, you know, Flav Flav setting black people back and don't forget about this nigga because a lot of y'all think he didn't set black people back but then I've seen him on the BET awards I said god damn he got set black people back yes he did if you don't know what I'm talking about maybe this will remind you well obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park he's climbing in the window to scratching your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide the kids hide the wife hide the kids hide the wife hide the kids hide the wife and hide the ones cause they're raping everybody out here we ain't got the clothes and the fence we looking for you we gon' find you we gon' find you so you can run and tell that run and tell that run and tell that home run home 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 boy we got your t-shirt and your fingerprints and all you also done you are really dumb for real the man got away leave my heart evidence I was a tank by some idiot in the project so dumb so dumb so dumb so he's climbing in your windows he's smashing your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids hide your wife hide your kids hide your wife hide your kids hide your wife and hide your husband cause they raped everybody out here you ain't got to come and confess we looking for you we gon' find you we gon' find you so you can run and tell that run so yeah, my nigga Antoine Dodson yes, set the net ablaze. Yes, he did. With his original interview, and then when Auto Tune the News remixed his shit, yes sir, it got even more ratchet. Yes, it did. And uh, all I'm saying with this is, this shit set black people back. This shit has <laughs> 61 million views. Oh God, somebody! 
60 and a million Ooh. of them are from me alone. At least a million of them <laughs> are from my podcast. Yes. My iPhone. Yes. And my computer. Yes, sir. So, um, but yeah, this nigga at Twitter, yo. I can't, I can't believe this shit, yo. And I still love that damn song. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so these other niggas set us back a little bit too, man. Um, in case you haven't heard. And the reason these dudes set us back is because not, nothing to do with really black people, but Republicans and conservative talk show hosts use them as and spread their message throughout media like they were really black people, like really like niggas really identify with this and we roll with this, and they fed on the fear of conservative older white people who have no idea and don't have black friends. Right, so they were like, "This is what Obama's bringing you. This is what he's gonna do." So let me go ahead and play this for you. Part the Billy Club, right here. Um, so, do you have any problems here? Or what's going on? Everything okay? Everything's fine. I'm just making sure. I'm here. I'm just a media guy, and that's all I'm doing. I'm with the University of Pennsylvania. No, who are you with? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think they know about it. I mean, I'm not. I have a full watcher certificate, so I can go inside. I mean, what? Okay. I mean, I think it might be a little bit intimidating that you have a stick in your hand. That's why. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's a weapon, so that's why I'm a little worried. I mean, I am a concerned citizen, and I'm just worried that you might be. Okay. Okay, but. Alright, so if you don't. If you haven't recognized the clip already. It's the new Black Panther Party. The new Black Panther Party. Because <laughs> the old one wasn't good, doing good enough. No. You need to remix like new Coke. Yeah, them old niggas dead. We had to be by. Yeah, we need some new shit. Less militant and less dangerous because CIA ain't taking these niggas out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they, they show up at a polling station in Philadelphia holding a baton, wearing all black, wearing the berets. Claiming the you know, new Black Panther Party, trying to intimidate them and turn this entire thing into a race thing. Yes. And scaring the shit out of white people. And there's another clip out there too where they're talking about killing white people, babies. And yes, with a, with a microphone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, these niggas set us back. Okay. Yes, they did. Now I don't know how much further you can set us back with the white people they set us back with. You know, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were already pretty far back. Yes, we were. They thought Obama was radical, and this shit blew him away. They're like, "What? They <laughs> more <laughs> left than him? Yeah, we can't take that." All right. So uh, also, Tyler Perry set us back. Uh, I put him in number uh, four, uh, thirteen. 13. Yeah, thirteen. And he's in number thirteen because uh, he's always setting us back. The fact that he exists and continues to put out uh, work is going to set us back. So it doesn't matter what him on a bad. This is probably him on a good year. Make it thirteen. If he actually would get his grind on a little more, I think two thousand eleven could he be could big. Make it up to you he could be number one. Yeah, this is what he does. He, he had a women. He had a movie about black men raping and beating and killing women. Like that's what he does. And everybody was like, "Par for the course." Thank you. Thank you. Ah. Tons of black men got dragged to that movie or got cussed out after that movie and don't know why. No, they ain't know what was happening. Yeah, because she, she liked Tyler Perry. Um, also setting us back ahead of them, ahead of Tyler Perry, basketball-wise and football-wise. See, they don't talk this time. Yeah, and wives, 
In quotations. Yes. <laughs> and none of these bitches is married. That's what I don't understand or comprehend. Yes, I watch Eric Williams talk greasy to the only woman that's actually married on the show. Yeah, that nigga's ugly. I, I, am I the only one that's just looking at this big, ugly, greasy nigga going wild? I don't understand, bitch, Money talks, man. She Money must be talk check. for real. She's like, I still need this allowance. I think, yeah. I think he just got her to sign a good prenup, and that's why he could talk to her any way he yes, wants. Yes, because she was like, one episode, she kept calling him and calling him and calling him. Then he came in looking all crazy at her, and she was like, well, where you been? I've been looking for you. He was like, well, there's no love here, you yeah. know. If you want to leave, you can leave. She was like, no, people fall in the out of love all the time. Nah, bitch, that's that money talking. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, above her head, it said, cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh, yeah. I better calm this down. Yeah, where you been? To the moon, bitch. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I've been. Fucking <laughs> other people, of course. Where do you think I go? So, basketball wise set everybody back. Yes, it did. Um, T.I. going back to jail. Aww. That set black people back, even though we knew it was going to happen, which is why it's lower on the list. Yeah. But as I listened to the irony of of his album, No Mercy, Aww. which I really wanted to like, but like every other line is, I don't learn from this shit, I'll never go back and shit like that. You like, yeah, Jimmy had that song about his homeboy, Dead and Gone. And yeah, that's on the, the CD before this. Oh, he has okay. a new CD out oh. after that, 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 that was supposed to be a big deal, but because he was in jail when it was released and wasn't able to really promote it that well, you you know, uh, and the album is kind of disjointed and whatnot, but I think I would like it more if he was free. Mm-hmm. It's much harder to like the album as this nigga's talking about, I'm never going to prison, I learned my lesson, y'all Y'all need to learn how to forgive. Whoops, I'm back in prison. Nigga was free for like two months and was like, oh, I'm on probation, oh, whoops, back in prison. Yeah. So, anyway, that nigga substituted arrest for house arrest. Ah, real arrest. Yeah. So moving on, internet rappers. Yes, I have two in mind specific examples that are setting us back as a people. Uh, here's example number one. Not saying, but but it's like, man, hit me up though. My album is coming out in stores. Please, so go get up, and then it's gonna be popping though. Not saying, but I know you see, man. Yeah, yeah. But oh, hold on one second. Before I do it though, what you make? This is the last video I'm gonna make out for right now. But but here we go. Yeah, yeah. You might see me all blue, all red, every day, every day. I'm a Philly Tyson. I'm from North Carolina, all 20 city Minnesota. That's where I'm from. And I've been back. I've been back. I put it all for my city life, and ain't nothing. So we do the same. They call me Philly Tyson from the North Side Zone, 20 city Minnesota. So that's where I'm from. I ain't gonna say that I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Zone Twin City. That's where I'm from. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Zone Twin City, Minnesota. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Zone Twin City, Minnesota. I am. I'm a ball player. I was born to be a ball player. I was born to be a football player. That's why I've been doing like athletic. I'm a sports player. See, that's why the NFL needs to take care of these dudes' health care because this dude is a ball player and he's already got concussion syndrome. And you can tell in his music. Ah! Why is this nigga shooting this in his bathroom? Because <laughs> he's 50 Tyson from Minnesota, Care That's where he's from. Did you, you not listen? All day, every day, I'm 50 Tyson. Let's play music in the bathroom. 
Alright, well, we'll move on to the next nigga. What? Well, we got pictures of toilets and showers in the background. What nigga? <laughs> yeah, they got his drawers hanging up yes. on the shower. Yes! Hey, when you speak Tyson about that life, Karen. Okay, back You obviously you. wouldn't know. I'm sorry, I know. Speaking of internet rappers, another internet rapper that's setting the game back for black people in general. Same, this is the same, this is all the same thing, okay? This okay. is not another point on the bulletin board. All these internet rappers fit into this one category. Okay. And here's the most famous one. Yeah, little beat, man, we here, man. Hit these little knockers. We in this motherfucker. Uh, two, five. Actually, watch. I hate. I hate this nigga and everything about him. But Andy Milanakis murdered him on his own shit. Yes, he does. And that nigga don't even look scary. He ain't even a nigga. He's a little white dude. And I look like I could whip his ass. He does not look scary at all. And nigga, you ain't getting no pussy. You look like you're about 15 years old. Let's not kid around here. He said, hold on my dick because I look like a dead man. Hold on my dick because I treat him like a bedpan. Yes, sir. Andy Milanakis is murdering niggas out. Don't put Andy Milanakis and Eminem on your shit this year, rappers. He's killing y'all, okay? He's killing the game. Ah! Uh, okay, ahead of them. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is ridiculous. Oh. Ahead of them is Steve Harvey. Yes. And we all know, he keeps releasing relationship books that keep setting black relationships back centuries. Yes. Last time I, after reading Steve Harvey's books, black relationships were set back to when the, they used to make the slaves break up their families and white people would own them. That's how... Far back, this nigga is setting black. Yeah, it's a lot of brothers getting beat upside the head with that damn book, and they don't even know why. Yeah. You, you got step number 16, nigga. What? Yeah, <laughs> like, I got to interrogate you at the CIA style. Like, so. Like, Steve taught me. Who taught you how to not have a man and be lonely? Steve did. Who taught you how to treat a nigga like shit? Steve did. Steve taught me. Yes. Who taught you how to how to go around me like a ninja? Steve did. Yeah. Taught you how to look for my password. Steve <laughs> Alright, man. Uh, speaking of niggas selling out, Alveda Kane. Yeah. Everybody remember she spoke at Glenn Beck's rally uh, for the I Have a Dream, the same place where he did the I, where Martin Luther King, her father, well, not father, that's ridiculous. But Martin Luther King, her seven times step uncle, 
like you know she's like one of the she's the person with the king's name yes but she's not actually any like nobody fuck with her no they don't and it's a reason why yeah like you're not my first cousin like you don't come to the family cookout no we don't invite your ass no and she couldn't wait to sell no. the name and out. she probably didn't even come to his wife's funeral she probably right. didn't invite it yeah she just could not wait to sell out so she was the keynote speaker and of course you know they paid her she wouldn't show up for free yeah she's selling out they pay her for her last name and Sarah Palin gave a speech there Glenn Beck gave, Glenn Beck gave a speech there as restoring honor to America rally or whatever the fuck and the whole point of this being we need somebody to put the black face on this yeah. so that we can say hey we're not racist and she played the black friend card yes, she was yes. the chick who lets racist people be racist by saying I have a black friend who believes this shit too yes so, Alveda King, was, she was terrible. She's number eight. Um, number seven, and, and let's see if you guys recognize this man from this simple commercial. Tiger, I am more prone to be inquisitive to promote discussion. I want to find out what your thinking was. I want to find out what your feelings are. And did you learn anything? Yes. He learned the hard way. That half is a lot of a billion. Yes, half is. (laughs) Like, not only did this nigga go winless the entirety of 2010... Uh, and this saga started in, two, in 2009, but yes, the majority of it really fleshed out in 2010. Yes, it did. You got porn stars coming through like, you know, like nothing. Like, they just yes, coming yes. out. And on top of that, you got, who was it, uh, companies like uh, TMZ becoming legitimate companies now. Yeah. I mean, not just becoming legitimate, like, sources of news now. When that years ago, TMZ used to be a joke. Yeah, they were finding tampons in, like, the fucking parking lot. Yes, they were finding tampons, condoms, pubic hair. Yeah. Them niggas was on it. They is better than the CIA. Yeah, Tiger Woods is, uh, you know, Tiger Woods is like, look, I, he likes bitches. He likes them all the same, kind of trashy. And when I looked at his litany, his, his list of women that he had sex with, and people are like, oh, they're ugly and stuff like that. And one thing I learned about Tiger Woods that I took from that list of women is he likes women that will do anything. Yeah. Because them women look like he, well, he got porn stars and waitresses. Like, he just he just wanted a woman right away that would do it all. He didn't yes. give a fuck what they One shot like. stop, girl. Yeah. And hoses on his dick because he treat him like a golf club, you know. Ah, ah, I was on this pencil, like a soft rug. Yes, sir. Um, all right, man. You was so. giving them holes in ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so this nigga really fell off. And it set black people back because he's the only representation of blackness in that sports world of golf. Do you think he had corny jokes like, girl, I'm giving you a birdie, a girl, how you like this eagle? You know, corny All his jokes like were that. corny, and the worst one was him trying to uh, make light of black men having big penises and use it but when they ask you in the media you black you got that Kabbalah Asian bullshit you don't want to be black then it comes to that bedroom oh now I'm saying you James Earl Jones yes sir anyway man so uh, obviously my nigga Tiger was fucked up and it it was real sad that uh, he fucked up because 
niggas didn't have nobody to brag on. No, they didn't. We don't claim VJ Singh. So all of a sudden, we could not go to our white friends like when they start talking about all their golf shit. We only had to know one name and one thing. Tiger Woods and when the last time he won. Yes. Now we can't do that. I don't know when the last time this nigga won. But I know you one thing, Tiger. You better get on that pussy and start winning again. Because I'm tired of watching you fall out early. And I can't watch the rest of the Masters, nigga. It's 2011. Get back to fucking. Yes. Get all you can get, brother. Get all you can get. Number six on this list for holding black people back in 2010. The NCAA. Mm-hmm. Because they made sure niggas didn't get shit all oh. year. They were tattoos. Mm-mm. Niggas sit out five games. You need glasses? Mm-mm. Niggas? Mm-mm. Did you sell that trophy? No. No. Don't touch that coat. They was, <laughs> they was making sure niggas didn't leave with nothing they didn't come with. What? No, <laughs> you, you came here broke to the NCAA. You're leaving broke, damn it. Yes. Like, we not giving you shit. They set everybody's ass down, yes, man. We ain't the same NCAA that represented your mama, nigga. From the point, from the time when they made sure LeGarrette Blunt went undrafted to now, like these niggas do I, not fuck around. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. The, the world star hip hop is number uh, five on the list. Yes. And. World Star Hip Hop says niggas back. Just click on it. Okay. Go there. Yeah. Click. You have my permission this one time. Everything on there is negative nigga shit. Okay? Ah! Nothing positive can be found on World Star Hip Hop. And, and and this is the year that white people found out about it. I see people on Twitter. Hey, have you seen this link of and it's always some I can tell it's on World Star Hip Hop by the description. Like you don't even have to tell me the link. You can just be like, Hey man, did you see the video of the two boys push an old lady down a flight of stairs and piss on them? Let me let me guess. Let me guess. World Star Hip Hop. Right? Right? Did you see the video of the dude that shot somebody that was just trying to give him money? They eat? Yes. It's on World Star Hip Hop. It's nigga oh, shit. Oh, they getting arrested? It's fucked up, so obviously it's World Star Hip Hop. They own it. They own it, boy. Uh, now this one maybe should be number one. All the ones from here on out could have been number one. That's true. You know, we had our own little debate. Yeah. Why we put things this way. Um, so this is number four. And it's unemployment. Yes, sir. Study shows depth of unemployment for blacks in New York. And this is just a simple, simple one from New York Times. I, there was a million of these stories everywhere on the Internet. Only one in four young black men in New York City have a job. Damn. 75% unemployment among young black men. Uh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, the, uh, the unemployment rate for African American men in New York from 16 to 24 was 33.5% from January 2009 to June 2010, while the labor force participant rate was 38%. So, yeah, you, they simply cannot get jobs, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the recession affected black people more harshly than anything else. That's why a lot of these black uh, liberals and black Democrat people that are really on Obama for certain, like, oh, I want him to take this stance on this issue. I want him to do this. The most important thing he can do for black America is get jobs back going. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not trying to, but it's just funny that that criticism is always of some regular dumbass bullshit. Like, why do you talk to that church? Motherfucker. 
Why aren't you working? Aren't you yes. worried? Aren't you concerned yes. a little bit? And on top of that, <laughs> these the same niggas that be up there arguing and debating when it's time to extend that unemployment. Nigga, we got a, a gazillion dollar fucking war over in Afghanistan that we're going to be paying for forever. And you mean to tell me y'all arguing about unemployment? What? Well, no, no, that's backwards, Karen. Wait a minute. I, I say they should be about unemployment. Who cares about the war? I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. You, oh, you're talking about the, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, my bad, Karen. You're talking about the politicians. Yes. And you lost when you said niggas. I thought you were talking about black people. No, it's niggas in, in, in the office too. <laughs> no. everywhere. <laughs> I'm called, like, uh, yeah, anything can be nigga. That's places. Right. But I'm up in this nigga. I'm like, what are you talking about? Food line. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> I'm talking about politicians. Concepts. No, <laughs> it's moving twenty niggas a second. What? That is a concept. What? Yes. What? What? That means it's moving fast. Yeah, because <laughs> niggas can run, <laughs> they can jump, and they can skip really fast. <laughs> All right, man. So yeah, I agree a hundred percent. The motherfuckers were worried about too much shit yes. and not that unemployment. No. And the politicians were the exact opposite. They were worried about everything but unemployment. Yes. And by the time they got around to it, it was kind of funny because I really felt like the Republicans did their job to an extent because I still feel Obama was a very productive president in the first two years. Uh, probably one of the most productive presidents of all time in the first two years. Oh, I'm getting stuff accomplished. But, but they were able to distract him from the economy and make people feel like he's not doing enough. Yes. And at the end of the day, the numbers do suggest niggas is the most affected by this. Yeah. So it's like, hey. But that's the thing. Niggas go vote. I know niggas don't vote, but niggas better vote when it comes to them not having no job. Yeah. You can register and you're not a felon. Get your ass out there and vote. Speaking of unemployment affecting black people, Shirley Sherrod. Yes. She is our number three candidate. For things that set black people back in 2010, this did spark another debate on the entire, uh, you know, black people mm-hmm. and race in the media. Mm-hmm. And basically, this was uh, this happened when uh, Andrew Breitbart, I think that's how you pronounce his name, basically doctored a clip, took a couple statements from her speech, made it seem more controversial than it was, made it seem like black people were racist against. Uh, white people showed the NCAA clapping and supporting her during parts of the speech and really created a shitstorm out of nothing that ended up with this lady getting fired because it turns out that the fucking presidential office was scared of Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly on the news that night talking shit about this lady. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks like a fool except and, her. And my thing is this. It's sad when... Everything about somebody is in clips. You mean to tell me out of the 50,000 people that work for the president, nobody watched this whole fucking clip? Right. Like, nobody sat down and said, let me sit and watch this not from just the beginning them. to the end. The NAACP didn't even watch it from the beginning to the end. Right. Well, not just them. Um, The news organizations. It's, it's your job to do research. You're yes, just taking this guy's word for it that this is exactly what happened and saying, fuck looking in the background. We have to be the first one to run this story. We don't give a fuck about being right. We can fix being right in the background. But being uh, first, we can't fix. So they just run the clip. And then period. on that, your wrongness or lack of doing research affected her job. And then they turn around and was like, hey, we'll have you some messages. Oh, hell no. And I don't blame her. Yeah. I will sue her my job and I will sue them. Sue the pants off of them because they deserve it. 
Uh, yeah. So speaking of suing the pants off of people and people that like to take pants off people, Ooh. Eddie Long is number yes. two. Yes, he likes to get get the pants down at the knees. Setting black people back, touched us right in the religion spot. Uh-huh. Well, black people are very sensitive. Touched us in the homophobic spot. Well, a lot of black people are sensitive. Yes, sir. And touched us in the pedophile spot where a lot of these boys were sensitive. After Eddie Long got done with him, he did uh-huh. not take it easy on him. Okay, so he was definitely uh, taking them all, taking advantage of them, taking them on vacations and trips. Wow. And their parents was letting it happen because they was like, this is a man of the cloth. Yeah. But they didn't look at the cloth close enough and see the cum stains all over the cloth. This was fucking kids is what I'm saying, Karen. They didn't see the sweat. What I'm saying is this man likes to have sex with young boys. Is what I'm saying. We can't make any more Catholic jokes. He set us all back. Yes, he did. So now you got to say you're not that religion or else people be like, what? You like to fuck him too. And of course, the number one thing, we talked about it ad nauseum all year. Yes, we have. Uh, it's been on every fucking station at one yes, point in time. Um, and just the decision. Yeah. LeBron James. You know, this this moment right here. You know, LeBron, what's your decision? Um, and this fall, man, it's very tough. Um, and this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. No, nigga, don't do that. <laughs> they gonna burn your, your house down. They burning your jerseys in the street. Uh, the motherfuckers is talking about Delonte West uh, having sex with his mama. Why? Uh, <laughs> like this dude uh, got straight up clown for this decision. And while I support his right to make the decision, I, I even support how he did it, the I, power move yes. and everything. But I got that it would have a backlash. Didn't think it would be as big as it was, but I knew it would have a backlash. Oh, yeah. But it really did. It got so bad, motherfuckers forgot he was the MVP. He, he going to Dwayne Wade team. He's better than Dwayne Wade. Yes, he's the MVP of the league. Yeah. I don't need to remember that. He got to go ride some coattails. Nigga, he is the coattail. What? He is the coat. Fuck you. Yeah, he's the <laughs> coat. Wrong? He is everything. He's the buttons, the zippers. Yes. <laughs> this nigga took uh, the, the team from Bad News Bears to 66 wins in the NBA. Yes. I think he's going to be all right. Yes, I think he'll get over it quickly. Yeah, the one thing he really fucked up on was he went on TV and announced this and people didn't like how it looked. And it really became a bone of contention between uh, a lot of racial things because, you know, you have his owner coming out talking like the boy's a slave. Yes, Like, we own you. After everything we did for you, this how you do, master. Yes. This how you do us. Nigga, we gave you somewhere to stay, somewhere to live, clothes on your back and food to eat. Yeah. All we did is whoop you once a day. (laughs) We gave you cotton to pick, and this is how you repay us. Yes. That cotton ain't going to pick itself. I know. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was the number one thing. We had some honorable mentions, and I'm about to get out of here and go play ball. So let me run down these honorable mentions real quick. Um, I think we all remember this. So 
so the only thing the reason this didn't make the whole list is because it set black people back obviously from these videos but white people love this shit then that's when it got banned if this had just been the, this local in the ghetto shit we could have still drunk for local but it would have been on the list for setting us back because we would have had a litany of articles that said uh four local fueled rampage kills 12 niggas which is fine <laughs> but, <laughs> that's but, not fine no 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 it's, <laughs> it's not fine but as far as the media is concerned that's fine oh yeah but yeah. when you get college kids passing out and fainting and can't remember yeah. oh we we can't have white folks yeah, dying white people have futures man yeah and uh you know we uh, since we did bring that up uh there's another person that set us back and you know i don't know if you'll understand what I mean by this, but you know. days, check out a place. Place uh, was a track back in the days. Down the play, freaky way. Uh, you got that snapback, have your ass in the days. Uh, what am I talking about? Chippy D, nigga, Lawrence Fishburne's little daughter. That's right. She uh, was an honorable mention for the list because uh, her splotchy ass was all in the camera. Yes, it was. With, with, with Brian Pumper, man. So, you know, let's not forget about Chippy D. You know, we also got this dude that I don't know if you guys remember him, but uh, there was this this tip that went on last year that set black people back because people was like, we forgot about this nigga. He's back. That's right, Hammer. Yes. He thought it was still Hammer time in 2010 and did Jay-Z and everybody said, nigga, sit your ass down. I said so. It's been a long time. But I was like 10 years old when let's get it started. Started cracking. Nigga, you old. Let's get it ended. Because this nigga, Quickly. He, in his video, he has like three 40-year-old white men in the background as his posse making ice grills at the camera like, yeah, nigga, get him. Head of your business, Hammer. And he had some weird one minute, one and a half minute advertisement for 3D laptop or something in the beginning of the... Like, come on, man. You couldn't even finance this. All this crazy imagery, the devil chasing a fat Jay-Z through the, through the fucking woods, woods and baptizing uh, And that beat is terrible. He doesn't have anybody to tell him that shit ain't hot. Hammer need friends. That's true. This is what happens when you don't have The only thing I believe in this video is that montage of him hitting the punching bag. I would not tell this nigga this to his face. Ah! This dude looks like he does not play that shit at this mm-hmm. point in time. Uh, of course, the NFL set niggas back, you know. And the reason they didn't make the list is because they set a lot of niggas forward, too. They gave McNabb $3.5 million for nothing. Nah, take that any day. But they take a lot of niggas back with the Albert Haynes words. That's right. Shanahan shit. That's right. Uh, Mike Singletary getting a job. That's right. So, uh, there's a lot of, you know, negativity in the NFL yes, towards Negroes. Yes, it is. And probably in 2011, they will make the list because if they had that lockout, they're going to set a lot of niggas' pockets back. Yes, they are. <laughs> All right. And then uh, we had this guy. I'm here to introduce myself. I represent the rent is too damn high party. People working eight hours a day and 40 hours a week to summer third job. Women can't afford to take care of their children, feed their children, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
My main job is to provide a roof over your head, food on the table, and money in your pocket. This is politics as usual. Playing the silly game. It's not going to happen. The rent through them high movement, the people that I'm able to represent can't afford to pay their rent. They're being laid off right now as I speak. They can't eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Listen, someone's stomach, your child's stomach just growled. Did you hear it? <laughs> Gotta listen like me. Okay. Let's talk about the issue. See, as a karate expert, I agree with this nigga. <laughs> he, ah. The rent was too damn high. We yes. gotta notice the day that they want to raise our rent. I know, right? I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna call Jim McMillan to see if he'll represent us. Say that again. So, uh, yeah, man, that's another dude that honorable mention. Uh, he would have set the people back because his haircut, but the nigga had a point. Yeah, he wasn't crazy as you thought. No. Uh, so anyway, man, another episode. Search for the podcast, The Blackout Tales, Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic, Google us, check us out. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this list. Uh, it was a lot of work. We won't be doing this shit till next year again. Um, and thank you guys for downloading the show. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us. Yes. And, uh, you know, make sure you call the show 704-557-0186. Yes. Make sure you go to the podcast page, theblackoutist.com. Yes. And click on, uh, the donate button. Hook yes. us up with some money, man. Any amount is cool. Yes. Um, uh, and, uh, until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Anything not coming out the box, he blocks it. See, he loves the box.